While elevated inflation is eating away at household spending power, certain measures indicate that household finances are as strong today as they've been in decades thanks to money saved during the pandemic, debt paid off over the past decade, and a still strong employment market. While many economists believe that the risk of recession is high, and some analysts believe that one has already begun, it is difficult for the economy to shrink when the American consumer is still spending. More than two-thirds of U.S. economic activity is tied to household spending. As indicated by writers John Hilsenrath and Rachel Wolf, recessions are typically accompanied by a pullback in consumer spending. Such spending jumped last year. At the end of 2021, household purchases of cars, restaurant meals, clothing, and other goods and services were up nearly 7% from a year earlier, even after adjusting for inflation. But between March and May of this year, that growth rate dipped to just 2% from year-ago levels. Still, there is reason for optimism. At the end of March, households had nearly $19 trillion stored in deposit, savings, and money market accounts. That's more than $5 trillion above what they had heading into the pandemic, according to Federal Reserve data. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. I don't remember who it was, but someone in my childhood told me that crime doesn't pay. One suspects that many of us heard much the same thing early in life. As it turns out, crime isn't particularly good for the broader economy either. As indicated by the Wall Street Journal, restaurants and grocery stores say that they are altering their operations in response to crime, with some limiting hours and or expanding expenditures on guards. In certain cases, they are simply closing stores. Starbucks, recently announced that it was permanently closing 16 U.S. stores that reported incidents of criminal behavior and other disruptions. The company indicates that more store closures are likely. Casual dining chain Noodles & Company is trading workers on how to respond to criminal activity at their locations. Supermarket giant Kroger has listed organized theft among the factors pressuring its profit margins. During a recent internal forum at Starbucks headquarters, CEO Howard Schultz indicated that the stores being closed were profitable, but the company was closing them because of safety concerns expressed by employees. Crime may also be impacting consumer behavior. 44% of adults surveyed earlier this month indicated that they were fearful to be in public because of bad behavior and rising violence. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. According to a recent survey from Primerica, among those whose annual income falls between $30,000 and $100,000, 75% indicate that their earnings are falling behind the cost of living. That's no surprise. Between June of last year and June of this, prices rose 9.1% economy-wide, according to the Consumer Price Index. Meanwhile, average hourly earnings are up 5.1%. Primerica conducted the survey in June. It involved nearly 1,400 adult respondents and was conducted as part of Primerica's quarterly monitoring of the financial security of middle-income families. Circumstances could deteriorate further, according to many middle-class respondents. 77% think the U.S. will be in a recession by the end of this year. As reported by CNBC, there's also been a general uptick in financial worries among this group over the past six months. 
39% of those surveyed expect their finances will be worse a year from now. In December 2020, that share was just 17%. Respondents are dealing with inflation in many ways. 42% indicate that they will work longer before retiring. 30% indicate that they will be putting less money into their emergency funds in order to pay bills. 29% say they will delay car repairs. And 22% are looking for a better paying job. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. One of the signature elements of the economic recovery from pandemic has been large-scale shortages of workers. This lack of available human capital has been especially challenging for certain key segments of the economy, including restaurants, home builders, hotels, trucking firms, and manufacturers. The lack of sufficient workforce is one of the factors resulting in scarcity of output elevated delivery charges, and high inflation. According to Microsoft President Brad Smith, this shortage of workers may not go away anytime soon. Indeed, American companies may be facing a new era in which fewer people are entering the workforce. That may mean that the pressure to pay higher salaries may become permanent. As indicated by CNBC, there had been a trend in America in which the working age population expanded by about 5 million people every five years. That pattern had been in place since 1950. But beginning with the period 2016 to 2020, that growth slowed to 2 million, and the growth in working age population continues to slow according to United Nations data. America is not alone. Many major markets overseas have experienced outright labor force declines. U.S. Department of Labor data from June indicate that employers broadly continued to raise wages in response. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. You've undoubtedly heard about the Great Resignation, which speaks to the elevated numbers of people who have quit their jobs, often in search of a better one. As indicated by writer Morgan Smith, more than 4 million people left their jobs each month in the U.S. so far this year. With the risk of recession rising, some economists believe that workers will be less anxious to quit their jobs going forward, opting instead for greater job security. But recent data indicate that plenty of people are set to quit their jobs over the next few months. A report from McKinsey indicates that approximately 40% of workers are considering quitting their jobs over the next three to six months. Companies continue to struggle to attract new employees, a phenomenon that has caused headaches within the confines of many human resource departments over the past couple of years. With so many employers looking to fill open positions, many workers find that they are in constant demand, which induces them to move quickly from job to job as they seek to move up the compensation ladder. As noted by Smith, some industries are losing talent faster than others. More than 60% of workers who quit their jobs in the nation's retail segment either switched industries or quit the workforce altogether. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.